Amen. Matthew chapter 6, verse 33, we've been on this series called Above All Else, and really, God's been speaking to us really from this foundational verse. We've been looking at a few verses, but I just want to look at verse 33 this morning, and, um, and it says this, Jesus is speaking, and he says, seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously, and he will, and he will give you everything that you need. You know, God wants to give you everything that you need. Sometimes we're, we're striving, we're working, we're sweating, we're toiling. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Where you just feel like you're grinding constantly, and, but you're still lacking. There's still some things that are missing. You might have a bunch of money in the bank, but you still have some other holes in your life. Or maybe you have good relationships over here, but then you got some other issues. Maybe you got some health problems going on. There's just some stuff happening in your life, and, and, and you can feel the lack. And so we try to strive, we try to work in our own effort, even to the point where, we're, where, where Jesus, right before that, before that he, he said, don't worry saying, how will this work out, and what will, how will this happen, and what about that, and what about this? And we really, if we're honest with ourselves, a lot of us do that. We, we sit around, and we worry. We don't even realize it's coming out of our mouth sometimes, and we worry, and we, we're anxious for stuff, and we're just, we're just saying, I, I, how is that going to happen? Project comes to us, or, or a new role comes at us, a new responsibility, or an issue of life hits us, and we just say, how... How is this going to work out? How are we going to do this? How are we going to do that? And Jesus says, don't let that stuff dominate your thoughts. But instead, above everything else, make, make this a priority to seek God and his righteousness first. Above all else, and he'll add everything, everything to you. He'll give you everything that you need. How many of you like everything being given to you? Anybody like just stuff being given? I like just stuff being given. I, I think next week, I'm going to, I'm really, I'm going to break that out for us, the being, something being given to you. Some of us have a hard time receiving, especially men. Do you, do you know that, guys? We, we have a hard time receiving often because, especially if we're responsible ones, we, we are provide. we like to give, we give, we give, we give, we give. But there is something about stopping and getting into a posture of receiving. And really, our Father in heaven wants to give you something. And, and when it's given to you, guess what? It won't get taken back, and it's not something that you manipulate God for. He, it's just it's like it's just a reward. Like here you go, like I, I I'm I'm giving you something. Why? Because because you you came to me. Like when my when my kids come, and they just want to hang out with me, just just to hang out. They're not trying to butter me up necessarily all the time, but man, I just my heart just opens up to them. Any, any parents know what I'm talking about? When your kids just come to you for no good reason, they just, Dad, I, Mom, I, right? They're just, I love you. I love it when my kids just come up and you're the, you're the best. Like, like right now, I, this, this is like the coolest thing. My, my son, Lion, he'll, we're run, we'll be running around the house, and he'll go, Daddy, you're so big. Dad, you're so big. I'm like, I am big. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, you're tall. I'm like, I am tall. Yeah. For right now. <laughs> Yeah, I'm tall until I get around one of my giant friends, right? Right? Like I'm tall, right? It makes me feel good. I'm like, what do you want? You want some ice cream? I know it's I know it's 8:30 in the morning, but I'll give you some ice cream right now. Don't tell your mama, okay? Right? Like she's not here, right? She's not in the front row. But she's out, she's hanging out with the kids actually, uh, serving the kids. She's leading worship this morning, serving kids. She's awesome. Anyway, uh, hey, I want to talk to you about really this, but I want to talk to you about as we're setting and gearing up for next week, which is our 21 days of prayer and fasting, I want to talk to you about the reward of seeking. You know, there's a reward that comes, and it's not the kind of, I don't want to talk about a manipulation. Don't, I, want, I just want to get that, get that set and, and really set in our hearts. Sometimes you hear something like the reward of seeking, and you think, okay, so this is how I'm going to get to Z. Like, here's the formula. And, and really, it's all about a relationship, but, but there, there is a reward. God does reward us when we do put him first, when we do seek his face. Anybody would like a reward? Anybody like a reward? Anybody like? I like rewards. Give me a sucker, right? Give me an ice cream cone. Give me, you can, you can tell what I'm going to be fasting, right? Like, like <laughs> give me a cake, like chocolate chip cookies, well, oatmeal chocolate chip cookies even better right no raisins don't trick me <laughs> that's a bad day right there for me for my heart I like I have to say thank you right like <laughs> if I know what I'm talking about like you get something that was like here I made these just for you and you go thanks I appreciate it that's raisin huh thanks these are, these are fiber cookies awesome 
I wanted those, I wanted those sugar cookies. Thing. I, appreciate, I appreciate it. They're like, and then they, they just kind of look you up and down. They go, well, you need it, you know, kind of stuff. So, well, whatever. So hopefully this helps you pray for me, okay? Just pray, intercede. Inter, intercessors, pray for me this morning. Pray for me. I'm like, my mind is in a couple of different places because after church, I'm taking my wife for an overnight trip because tomorrow's 11 years. Have a good old time. Thank you. Thank you. And so I'm just kind of, I'm da- I've been daydreaming about it. Like, I'm like we're going to have a good old time. Like, I'm going to have a good old time. We're going to have a good old time. We're going we're gonna to eat some food. We're going to hang out. All right, Matthew chapter 6. <laughs> we're in Matthew 6, 33. I want to actually look a little bit ahead of that because Jesus actually talks about and really is showing the heart behind seeking God. And really starts to break out kind of the reward of, of what it looks like to seek God. If you have your Bibles, look, look with me to Matthew chapter 6, verses 5 and 6. Then we're going to jump down. And he actually starts to talk to us about praying and fasting. And let, let me just, you know, all, all jokes aside, I really want to set us up well so that we can get everything that we're supposed to get out of those 21 days, these 21 days that are coming. And for some of you, you may after today feel like, you know what, I just, I need to start right now because I, I want more of God in me. Like I want his favor on me. I want these rewards. I don't want to have to wait. There's some times where I just, I just, I just say, you know what, I'm just not going to wait. I'm just going to, I'm just going to lean in right now. Okay. And so that, that may be you. And if that's you, praise God. And if it's not you, praise God. Okay. Matthew chapter six, verse five, Jesus is speaking. He says, when you pray, Everybody say, say, when you pray. Okay, when you pray, not if, when you pray, you shall not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the corners of the streets, that they may be seen by men. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. But you, when you pray, go into your room, and when you have shut your door, pray to your father who is in the secret place, and your father who sees in secret will reward you openly. Verse 16, moreover, when you fast, do not be like the hypocrites. Just, come on, just say, when you fast. Don't be like the hypocrites with a sad countenance, for they disfigure their faces that they may appear to men to be fasting. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. But you, when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face so that You do not appear to men to be fasting, but to your father who is in the secret place. And your father who sees in secret will reward you openly. See, sometimes when, when people start to pray, especially when we when we get into these kind of moments where we're we're talking about doing a corporate, you know, 21 days of prayer and fasting, they they people kind of get a little weird. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Especially in church. Like, can we just be honest? We get a little funny and we start to do things to kind of get honor from people, like to show people like I'm in it or I'm spiritual or I'm really going after God or I love God. And here's what Jesus is saying. He's, he's saying, no, 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 it's not about that because if, if the motive of your heart is about pleasing somebody else or trying to get something out of them, make them, get them to think that you're so spiritual or that you love God or that you're willing to sacrifice anything, guess what? Your reward is going to be that. Your, the reward that you get is going to be people going, man, you just love God and you inspire me so much. Like, you're awesome. That's your reward, Jesus says. And he goes, that's what you want. Go on ahead and do it like that. Go on ahead and just, but, but really what he says, he says, if you really want the, the reward that, you re, that you're really going after, here's what you do. When you pray and when you fast, you do it to God, not to men. This is, see, it, church is a funny thing because we're, we're, we're a corporate body made up of individual lives. Hey, we're, we're a community. We're a corporate. There's a bunch of us that we come together and we become one. We're one in Jesus. But then we're also individual lives. We're individual families. And, 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 and so when, when we have these moments, we come to church and when we're lifting up our hands, when we're singing out, when we're clapping, it's not for anybody, but it's supposed to be to you and God. And, and Jesus says, when you do this in a secret place, in other words, in, in, your, in your inward man, like in your heart, where no one else can see See, when we're praying and fasting, no one else knows your motives except for you and God. You know, Hebrews says that everything is naked and open before God. Like, it's all exposed. You can't hide anything. He sees it all. He knows the intents and the motives of your heart, the Bible says. And so Jesus is saying when, when you do, when you, when you make a decision to lean in, to pray and fast, get, 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 get somewhere secret. Get somewhere where no one else knows 
and, and, and bring, bring your heart to God. And he says, and that's, God is looking right there. He's looking in the secret place where no one else can, he's looking in your thoughts. He's looking in your heart. He's looking at the reason. He's looking what you're, at what you're really going after. And, and the Bible says, and Jesus says that, that, that he's looking there, and as he's looking and he's watching you, he will reward you openly. In other words, in other words if, if your desire is to honor God and not to get honor for yourself, but your, your actual, right, above all else, seek your, the first thing that you're seeking is the honor of God, he'll come back and he will honor you. He'll, he'll honor you, but, but he won't just honor you like, like man, I, I just feel good today. Like, like, and that's really good. We want that. We want the presence of God. That is one of the rewards. But, but really, Jesus is saying, no, I'm gonna, God will reward you openly. In other words, people will see the favor and the hand of God moving on your life. He, he will. They, they will. He's saying, that, really, that's, that's what you want. You want God's reward. Because God's reward isn't secret. He'll, he'll just let everybody see, like, that's one of my people right there. They have, they have done some things. They are connected to me, and I'm connected to them. And guess what? We have a vibrant relationship. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Anybody want that kind of reward, like an open reward? I want that. But more than that, I want the Father to be pleased with me. You know, over the next 21 days, when, when we start next week, I, I, I want God to look at our church and say, I'm pleased with them. They're not trying to, like, put on a show. They're not trying to, they're not trying to like make everybody think there's something. No, they, they just, their heart, and here's my, here's my heart. This, this is what I've been praying for for us. I've been, man, God's just been touching my heart for, for you and, and, and for this church, and really it's this, and I believe this is God's heart. Just connect with me. I think God is just calling our church, calling every family, listen, calling every person, and he's saying, here's the, here's the best thing that, that you could possibly do, and, I, and I'm inviting you to come connect with me. Like, like maybe, maybe reset some things in your life and just come and connect. And, and as a church, he's saying, I want to I, I wanna come and I want to dwell with you. Like, like when you come to sing songs to me and you come to pray and, and you come to open up the scripture, the word, I want to be there and I want you to know that I'm with you there. You know, like when the Bible talks about the glory of God, it's not just talking about like this shining, like bright light, you know, like this glow. It's, it's the glory of God is, is like the, the presence, the weight, right? When, when you, you, you take up space, he takes up space. And there's times when we get in the presence of God, when we're, when we're connected to him, that, that we can actually sense the presence, the tangible presence of God in our life. And things just start to shift. You know, I, I love, I love um, being, like, in the same room with my wife. But you know what I love even more? Being right up next to her. Like, just being able to. You, you ever get close enough to someone where you can just, you, you could, your eyes could be closed and you just sense their presence? Because they're, they're taking up space. Yeah, anybody, like, the air around them is moving. And you scientists, you know what I'm talking about, right? Like, I can't even explain it, right? And I'm going to start using terms as, like, that's not good. So I'm just going to say the air. Okay, like air just starts to kind of get dispersed, moved around. I got like people over here laughing at me because you know, like, yeah, you don't even know what you're talking about. But I don't, I got the concept, okay? I, but anybody know what I'm talking about? Where you can just be like, something's in the room. Anybody feel? Yeah, that, we can have that with God. We can have that at home. We can have that in the car. We can have that on our job. We can have, it doesn't have to just be here. And that's what God is saying. Like, I want, I want to, I want to make myself known to you, and I, I want to give you a reward openly to where it's not just inside, but actually you can feel it. You start to see things shift and move around in your home, in your family, in every area of your life. And that's me coming in and saying, you've invited me in, and so guess what? I'm in, and I'm going to shift, and I'm going to make everything whole that needs to be whole. Anybody want some wholeness in their life? I know I do. Hebrews eleven six says this. It says, without faith, it's impossible to please him. Uh, just think about it. Without faith, and, and really this is talking about coming to, to, meet, to meet God. And he says, without faith, it's impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is 
and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Let me just, let me, let me say it like this. When you come to God, and, and let me, in these next few weeks, as, you, as we approach God, you, you got to know something. You got to know that God is everything that he says he is. And he will do everything that he says he will do. Like we sang that song, all of your promises are yes and amen. You need to know. You need to believe. Like, like you, when you come to God, you, you, I want you to have this, this knowing, this belief, this faith that God will do everything that he said he would do. He's a reward. And then when you diligently seek him, in other words, when, not when you're passive, not when you're apathetic, not when you're just like, well, the church is doing these fasting prayers. So I guess I'll say I'll do it. And then when I come to church, like, I'll pray with them. That's, that's called kind of being passive. But no, when, you, when, you diligent, when you're diligent, like, you, you're, you're, you stick with it. You keep going. Like, even when you don't feel anything. Let me just say, when you do, I got filled with the Holy Spirit, received my spiritual language in, in a moment when there was no one in the room. It was not a big concert. Listen, I was just, I was just praying and, and asking God for more of him. I'm just telling you, and, and I, I just started praying in tongues. And there was zero feeling. And you know what? I'm a, I am a feeler. Like, one of those, I'm, a, I'm one of those feelers where, like, like I just I feel stuff. Like, like, I'm watching Sing, too, and I'm tearing up. <laughs> like, like, we're sitting there watching it, and I'm like, man, this concert is so beautiful. <laughs> These animated pigs, they're amazing. <laughs> right? Like, like, I'm like, this is amazing. I'm like, I, I'm just sitting there. I'm like, I can't believe I'm sitting here crying and Sing, too. Like, this is... I can't believe I just told everybody my business, too. Like, this, like, like, thank you. Thanks for not losing any respect for me, guys. I appreciate it. Anyway, but I make sure I don't cry up in here, okay? Watch, you know what's going to happen after that. So anyway, anyway, he's saying, he, he, the writer here is saying, when you diligently seek God, in other words, when you're persistent with it, when you really go, when you're, when you're, when you're all in, right, the plans of the diligent surely lead to plenty, the Bible says. In other words, we don't just think about it, and it's not just kind of like, oh, yeah, when I remember, but there's an intentionality, and you're really leaning in, and you're being diligent about it. You need to know that there's a reward, that God rewards those that diligently seek after him, search for him. Maybe for you, you just don't, you're like, when you talk about the presence of God in your, I've never experienced that. And here's, I believe what God wants to do. He wants to make himself more real to you. For you to have your own encounter, not, not live off of someone else's. I, I remember in, sitting in Bible college, I feel like that's when I got saved. Like, I gave my life to Jesus, but I feel like in Bible college, I really got saved. Like, like I really met God and had an encounter. And, and it was in those moments where God said, now it's time for, for your parents' faith to become your faith. I was about 20, 21 years old. And I was just in, in, a, in a room by myself, and I just, I, I just all of a sudden, I started sensing the Lord saying, I'm, I'm calling you to not live off your parents' faith and beliefs anymore. But now it's time for you to have your own encounter. But you know where that came from? It came from some diligence of seeking, getting in that Bible every day, and just maybe not even understanding. I'm in Bible college trying to get ready to become a minister, and I'm like, I don't even know the, I don't even understand the Bible. Why you got to go to Bible college sometimes, right? But it was because I hadn't had my own personal encounter like that. Does that make sense, everybody? Are you, are, you, are you tracking with me? God wants to do that for you. So diligently seek him. And in fact, Jesus in Matthew 7 kind of shows us what that looks like. In Matthew chapter 7, verse 7 through 11, Jesus says this. He says, ask, everybody say ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, everybody say seek, seek. and you will find, knock, everybody say knock, knock. and it will be open to you. For everyone who asks receives, and he who seeks finds, and to him who knocks it will be open. Now, this, this ask and this seek and this knock, it's not just like a knock one time and, okay, they're not home. Or search it out. Like, for me, like, when I'm looking for something at home, like, I'll start searching. I'm like, where's the remote, right? Because the kids had Where's the remote? And I'll start looking, and I'll lift up a cushion in about, like, I mean, literally about 15, 20 seconds. I'm like, hey, y'all, where's the remote? I've looked everywhere. And then Rachel comes in the room, and she goes, huh, there it is, <laughs> like every time. I just do it to make her feel like, like I need her, right? <laughs> like that's really what it is. That, 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 no, but, but, but some of us, we search things out. We search out God like that. We read the Bible and go, I read a verse. I pray. I didn't hear him. 
I didn't catch him. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about, man. That's just for you because you're a pastor. No. I was having my encounters before I had any kind of role title. When, when I thought I was going to get kicked out of a church, I was having my encounters with God. Okay, like that's kind of what drove me to my knees, making some bad decisions. It was before I was, I mean, before I was doing anything that I was doing for church, like for ministry. And God wants to meet everybody. Let me, but he, he's no respecter of persons. But, it, but it's, this, it's, an, it's actually an asking. Whoever asks and keeps asking, whoever knocks and keeps knocking, whoever searches and keeps searching, those are the ones that are going to find it. Those are the ones that are going to have doors open for them. Those are the ones that are going to get the answers and the help that they need. Are you hearing me this morning? Like, are, are, you, are you tracking with me? Are you, are, you, are you catching this? But he goes on to say this. I love this in verse 6. He says, uh, or, or verse 9, I'm sorry. He says, or what man is there among you who, who, if his son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will he give him a serpent? Or if you then... Being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children. How much more will your Father who's in heaven give good things to those who ask him? Like, if, if, if you, being an imperfect person, know how to give good gifts. Like, my kids asked me, for, like, they had a Christmas list, and then they have birthday lists, and then there's just the random list. Everybody know what I'm talking about. And, and if it's in my power, if it's my ability, I will give it to them. I'll get it to them, right? If, if you not being perfect, if you being a little inconsistent, Right? Anybody yes ever not been a yes? Any, anybody ever like said like, yeah, we'll do that to your kids? Like, we'll do it, and then you don't do it? Anybody ever done that a little bit? Like, just made a little, right? Or maybe, maybe with your spouse or something? Right? Or, or if you're like me, something like, yeah, I'll be there in, uh, at 7 o'clock. And you get there about 7.15. 7, I'm sorry, we had some stuff come up. What was it, me? <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> like, like, I'm just letting you know, like... <laughs> It's musician's time. I still consider myself a little bit of a musician, okay? And so I just, I just put myself, I'm, I'm a creative. I'm a creative. So I just kind of rolled. I wasn't feeling that we should roll yet. I hadn't felt it yet. I hadn't felt, hadn't felt a move yet. Right? Like we can be inconsistent. And Jesus says, if you being inconsistent, imperfect, know how to give good gifts to your children, how, how do you think that your heavenly father who is perfect will give you what you're asking for? What, what, are you, what are you asking for? What do you need? That, I think that's why Jesus is saying, don't, don't be like people that are unbelievers. In other words, they, they have a connection issue with God. They don't really know him, so they don't know that he will give everything to them that they need. Worrying, saying, how is this going to happen? How is that going to work out? Are you, are you, are you, are you seeing this a little bit? He, he's, he's saying, if you're like that, you can expect that when you ask, you will receive. That, that when, you, when you knock the, a door, in other words, a breakthrough will come. You, anybody need some breakthrough this year in some areas of your life? If you knock and keep on knocking at that door, guess what? God will cause a breakthrough to come to you. And I don't care what's standing in the way. He will make a way where there is no way. But he's saying, be persistent. Be, be diligent. I remember when, um, you know, when I was really approaching Rachel, 2009, November of 2009, I was, I was away uh, at like a little weekend retreat with some leaders, and, and I was just praying. I was bringing my life before God. We had a moment, a time in that retreat where we were just praying over the year. We were praying about our areas of ministry, but we were also, I was praying about my life too, and I, I, I was single, ready to mingle. No, I was, I was, I was, I was single. <laughs> And, uh, and, and, and really, I, I, I was praying. I was saying, God, what do you have for me? I was, I was, it was kind of like what we're about to do right now, just not as, as long. But I, I, and I do this every year, by the way, and multiple times through the year, depending on the year, what's going on. But I, I just come and I bring my life before him and say, God, and I bring my, the roles that I carry. Like, I'm a son, right? I'm, I'm a brother. I'm, now I'm a dad, right? I'm a husband. But I bring those roles that I carry. I say, God, what do you... What do you have for me? What are you saying about these areas of my life? And I would just kind of put my heart in neutral a little bit so that my own stuff doesn't get in the way. And I just say, God, what, I'm yielding my life to you. What do you want me to do this year? Because, because this last year is not the new year. Last, it's not 2021 anymore. It's 2022. There's a new year. It's a new day. What, what do you have for me? What do you want me to do? 
And it was in that time that I heard the Lord say to me, your season of singleness is coming to an end. And I was like, okay, here we go. Who? <laughs> like, yeah, like I'm, I, I started asking, who? Are they around here? There's a bunch of ladies around here. I don't like a lot of them. I, please don't tell me that that's any of them. Right, right? Like, I was like, like, please, like, don't let it be this person. Don't let it be that. Oh, Lord, I don't even think she's pretty. Like, like you know, like, she's nice, but I'm sorry. Like, I want to. Anyway, I got my own stuff. I'm not going to have you judge me too much. Anyway, I, I'm, I'm just, like, praying and asking. I'm just telling, I'm walking you through some of this stuff because we all have life decisions like this that we, we need to just kind of, there's a realness to it, right? And so I was just asking God, who is it? And I just kept asking. Like, literally, who? And I didn't, I didn't know right away. I mean, it was like, it was, a, it was a, like about a couple of weeks. And, yeah, it was about two weeks. But every day, throughout the day, asking. I was 27 years old, and I had dated, and I had done it wrong, and I had messed up quite a bit. And I was like, I, I can't get this one wrong. And, and I, had, I had been single, not dating, messing around with any of that. For years, I mean, I, I would barely even, you thought, you, you would have thought something was wrong with me. I would barely even, like, talk to a girl. I'm serious, because I was just like, I know me, and I, I, mm, I'm not, no, I got to stay on mission, because God's called me to some stuff, and me getting off mission and getting into stuff has messed my life up in the past. I'm not going to allow it to happen again. I'm not going to mess somebody else up. And so I was just seeking God for, for a couple of weeks and just saying, God, who, who? And it was in a time of worship, and I was just sitting there worshiping. I'm like, God, I love you. And I just heard this name, Rachel. Like, Rachel's the one. And I was like, Rachel? I don't know Rachel. <laughs> Rachel. <laughs> like, like, I mean, like, literally, like, I was like, like, it was just like that. I was just sitting there. And I was like, oh, Rachel. And I was just watching her. She was like, I love you, Jesus. Like, she's just, you know, she's just sitting in the sanctuary, just worshiping. And I was like, look at her loving God. Woo-hoo. <laughs> Wow, and I was like, that's the one. Okay, like I didn't think, okay, all right, like okay. And then I was like, how is that going to work? <laughs> we don't talk, <laughs> right? Like, like we don't hang out, like we're not friends. Like we've done ministry, but we, like I, I told you, I stayed away. Like I just kept distance, and she kept her distance from me too. Like I didn't think she liked me very much. I didn't think she, I didn't think she thought I was a good guy or something. I don't know what, what, what the deal was. And, and, and so I just started praying for months, I mean for months, and I just started asking God, so how do, how do I do this? Because I, I want to do this right. I want this to be the last time I ever date anybody. I, 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 like, I don't want to mess this up, and I don't want to get into any kind of sin. Like, like when I have kids, I, I, I want to be able to look my daughters in the eye and say, I honored your mother the whole time. Don't let another dude dishonor you. Right? Like, like, I want to look her dad in the eye one day and say, can I have your daughter in marriage? And by the way, I've honored you because I never touched your daughter inappropriately. I never did anything else with her that was wrong. Can, can I please have her to be my wife? So I wanted God to, I wanted, wanted God blessing on this covenant. I'm just telling you, that was, that was just me. And that sh- I hope that would be for everybody else. And if you did that not right, if you didn't do, do it right, that's no condemnation. But, but maybe you can train your kids up like this. But I'm, I'm just telling you, this is what I was doing. And so for months, for months, I would sit before God, and I would take times to fast, and I would pray. And I, would, I had a whole journal. I was trying to find it this week, somewhere buried in one of my boxes. But I have a whole journal with words from God of how to posture myself with, with Rachel. When, I mean, God, I'm just going to get detailed, because this is what God wants to do for you in your life. I, he told me, this is how detailed God got with me, and it blew my mind. And, and, and it has actually been a, a foundational piece of, of, of faith for me whenever I'm coming up to crossroads and life decisions, because I know that if God did it here, he can do this in every area of my life, and I can have precise direction, Right? Right, like, like never a miss. Anybody would like any, like, to have, like, not one miss in life? I, I'm shooting for that. I haven't gotten it perfect. But, but when I'm coming up on hard things, I remember the process that the Lord took me through. And I, I remember just one, one day asking God, so, so how is this going to work? And when do I? And he told me, look, this was in December. And he said, right before Christmas, and he said, he said um, 
ask her, talk to her, February 17th. Whoa, like that was detailed, right? February 17th, February 17th, 16th. I got to get my journal out here, you guys. <laughs> 17th is why we write, by the way, because memory is like, oh. anyway, February 17th. And then he said, and, and she's not going to believe you for a little while. Like, she's not going to trust you for a little bit. So you're going to have to, like, be patient. Wear patience like clothes. It's like, oh, man. Like, wear it. Like, that's, how, that's your outfit every time you're with her. Like, okay. And then he said, you're going to get engaged in the second week of August. And then he said, you're going you're gonna to want to get married in the fall, but you're not going to be able to. But you're going to get married in the beginning of the year. And I was like, wow, that's pretty detailed. We'll see if this happens. Right? And so, like Mary, you know, like he, she pondered all those things that the angel said to, in her heart. I just pondered them in my heart. I didn't say anything to anybody. I just pondered them in my heart. And, and, and so I waited and I prayed and I fasted. And then February 17th came. It was a Wednesday night. And I, I came and I said, hey, can I meet with you? Like, I just want to, I just want to talk to you. What do you want to talk to me about? I just want to talk to you. <laughs> Just sit in this comfortable chair, right? And I sat in this chair, and I said, hey, I ain't looking for no more sisters, okay? I'm looking for a, uh, for a significant other, for a good friend, okay? And I would like, you know, we, I mean, I just, I, I just was straight up with her. I said it exactly how I felt like God told me to, and she laughed at me. She's just straight laughed. She said, ha, ah. And I was like, oh, I did not hear God. <laughs> but then she goes, no, no, I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing because... I've been fasting and praying, too, and just recently God told me that my season of singleness was coming to an end, and he's put me or you on, 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 my, on my heart. And I was like, say what? <laughs> and, then, um, and then we just kind of, we kept going and started dating, and, and she told me, she said, if you would have asked me like a week before, I would have said no. Because God hadn't released her yet out of her season of singleness. Oh, there would have been a miss if I hadn't taken time to put God's agenda first instead of just saying, well, I think it should be like this. And there was all kind of angst and anxiety and frustration in the midst of waiting. And then you know what ended up happening? I, I proposed to her on a... In, in the second week of August, it was just a couple days after my birthday. It was, it was eight, oh yeah, no, it was eight, nine, ten. That's what it was. August, August 9th, 2010. I proposed to her, and she said yes, by the way. <laughs> she, she, just, she said yes. And then guess what? She said, I want a fall wedding. And I just kept, I just, well, okay, we're going to see if the Lord was right on this one. I said, okay, great. I think that would be great. And all of a sudden, we started talking to people, pastors and all that stuff. And guess what? Wasn't going to work out. So we ended up getting married January 17th, the next year. And I just thought, I hear Jesus. (laughs) He said everything. And and I'm just letting you know. And and throughout our whole marriage, this is how how we've done our marriage. This This is how I've led. This is how I've lived my life. And for the most part, we've had a blessed, harmonious marriage. I mean, we haven't had maybe, we, we got married in crazy turmoil, crazy stuff going on all around us. I mean, people were tripping. The devil was like ruining lives all around us, and we're trying to do ministry. And I mean, I mean, trying to really trying to get away from all the craziness that was happening, and God wouldn't release us. And in the midst of all that, what would really tear a lot of people down, we stayed strong because even in all of that, you know what the Lord said to me? Even when we were like, God, can we move when we get married? And he said, you can move, but you're not going to have the fruit that you desire. But if you stay, he even said, he said if you stay, it's going to get worse. <sighs> but you have more fruit in life. And so we stayed and did what the Lord was telling us to do because we were after the fruit that God gave us. And guess what? Ever since then, he's just given us more fruit, more fruit. And allowed us to do things in ministry and partner with him in ways that we could only dream of. And God wants to do the same thing for you in every area of your life where he gives you such precision, such such direction, such breakthrough in your life, such favor in your life. That, man, everything that you touch just ends up prospering, even in the tough stuff, right? Like we we read uh, in, in the Psalms just a few weeks ago that he crowns the year with his goodness. 
And even the, the rough places drips with his abundance or his oil. He'll cause even those hard places of your life to drip with goodness and to drip with his abundance. But it comes from doing what we're about to do, which is taking some time and saying, God, I'm putting my heart in neutral. I'm putting some things on pause. And, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let go of some things. And I'm going to seek you and believe that you're, you're going to reward me openly. Anybody want that kind of a reward? Uh, can I give, can I, I mean, I'm, I'm a little, little at my time right now, my normal time, but can I just take about 10 more minutes and just walk us through some practical steps to get ourselves ready to, to encounter God? Can, can we do that? Is that okay? Okay, if you have that journal, you can pull it out. You can take some notes. You can take pictures because we've got notes that we're going to put on the screen for you because I, I really want us to have a successful 21 days. And I, I would love to hear from from people as you have encounters with God and breakthroughs with God, I, I would love to hear what God is doing in your life. Let, I, 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 we should testify throughout this, this time. Anyway, I, I just want to give you, give you really three practical ways to engage over these 21 days that we're coming into. N number one, set an objective. In other words, you need to have a plan. Set, set an objective. Have, have a plan. And and let me just give you a few points of what I put on my objective. Like, I have a, I have a plan. If you're like me and you have ADD tendencies, you need plans all through your life. Like, I need systems to help me because I will just go all over the place. That's why I have notes when I'm teaching because if I don't have this and everything's all, like, colored and everything, like, it helps my, like, brain. I need a plan. So for those of you that are like me, here's your plan. Okay, you ready? Here's something, something I do. This isn't all of it. You can add whatever. Number one, declare, I declare my dependence on God. That's the first thing I do. I'm taking time and I'm saying, God, without you, I can't do anything. Jesus said, he said in John 15, he said, he said with me, you can do anything. But without me, you, you can't bear any fruit apart from me. And so I come and I declare my dependence, even if I've gotten really good in an area. Some of us are really good at what we do. And we don't even invite God into the process anymore. Because we've just gotten so good at what we do. And, and, and great, good for you, but how much better could it be if God was leading you and directing you in it? Declare, we declare our dependence on God. Number two, ask for forgiveness. It's a, this is a time to repent, to bring your life before God. Like the psalmist says, search my heart, God, lest there be any wicked way. Show me what's going on. Show me my thoughts. Show me what's the things that I don't even know. You know, there are things that happen to us in our life, things that we do. I'm guilty. We're all guilty of it. That we, our hearts become hardened to some stuff that we don't even realize that we're even being disobedient or in sin because we made a compromise here or there. And one day we just made a decision. I'm not going to do that, even though God was saying, because I decided. But guess what? You are in rebellion with God. You're in sin. Like you're living in sin. I'm not talking about going to heaven. I'm just, I'm talking about right now. You, that could be you, and you're walking around in sin, lifting your hands up, and God is sitting there going, you don't honor me. I, I actually can't even really receive that right now. You, you think that I am, but I'm actually not. That's a whole other message. Read Ezekiel, and you'll see some of these realities. But, but it's our time to just come and say, God, forgive me for this. You know, last year you told me to do this, and I just didn't do it. You know, there are things that every year God speaks to me. He's, he speaks to, he has spoken, I'm just going to be, he has spoken to me about the same thing for about five years. And every January I go, this is what I'm going to do. it. God, I'm going to do it. And I get accountability partners, really, which is like, like, oops groups, you know, like, <laughs> you may know what I'm talking about, right? Like, and at the end of the year I go, Thank you for your grace, God. Okay, next year I'm going to do it. And then I wonder why maybe some, some things haven't broken out for me. Because maybe I didn't honor him and do what he told me to do. This is a real, I'm not talking about salvation. This isn't legalism. This is a real relationship. And Jesus is Lord. And when he, that means master, decision maker, controller. I mean, he's, he's in charge. And when, when we don't do what he's saying to do, what we're saying is, you're not my Lord. And we need to be real with him. He's gracious, quick to forgive, slow to anger, rich in love, right? I mean, he doesn't condemn us. When you, when you repent, the Bible says that he, he is faithful and just to forgive you. 
of all your sin. But it's a time for us to ask for forgiveness. Number three, refocus on the eternal. In other words, it's, it's a time for realignment, for us to get our priorities straight. Some of us have been chasing some things that have zero significance, let alone eternal significance. Any investors, uh, you know, if you're an investor, you've ever invested anything, you know this term called ROI, right? Return on investment. And anything that you put in, you're looking for some kind of return, right? Well, I, I, like, to, I like to use the phrase E-R-O-I, eternal return on investment. Everything that I do, I'm, I'm just telling, when I put my life before God, I, I want everything that I've done to, to have an eternal reward. You know, we're, we're getting to heaven, but there are rewards, the Bible says, that we're going to be judged by our works. Christians, we're going to be judged by our works. And he's going to look at everything, and everything's going to pass through a fire. And, and everything that was of him will stick, and everything that was not of him will get burned up. And there's going to be some people, they're going to make it to heaven. They're going to have a good old time. That's awesome. But they're not going to receive all the rewards that were, they were supposed to. That's a real thing. And I, I don't know about you, but I, I want an EROI. I want an eternal. You might not see any of, the, any of the return here on earth, but I sure will see it in heaven. And I want that to happen for you all, too. So it's a time to refocus and, and maybe take some stuff off and say, you know what? We've been doing this, that. I've been putting my money here when I really should be putting my money there. I've been putting my time here when I really should be putting my time there. I haven't been investing in this relationship over here like I ought to. I mean, I mean these are eternal rewards. Parents, the way we, we raise and handle and spend time with our kids, that, guess what? There is going to be an eternal reward on your investment with your children and with your spouse. That, that there's eternal significance. You might need to cut some things out so you can lean in a little bit more. That's just reality. Okay, invite the presence of God in our lives, right? We just invite him. God, just be with me wherever I go. And then believe God for answers to specific needs. What, what are you believing for? What do you need? I have about seven things written out in a journal that I'm asking God, I'm bringing before him, and I'm praying to God about this year. And by the end of this year, I'm believing that I have breakthrough and I have resolve in those seven areas. And some of them, guess what, include you. Because you're on my prayer list. How you like that? That's how much I love you. Okay? Like you are on my prayer list. I, I'm serious. I have an Excel sheet and I have every person's name that has ever given us their information, like their name, and I pray for you on a regular basis. And I'm praying, I'm praying some specific things over this church. And if I know about some guess what? That just launched onto my and I'm fasting and praying for you. I'm fasting and praying for this church. What's on your list? Do you have a list? Or are you just kind of like, well, whatever happens, happens. That's not the way God wants for, for you. He, he, wants, he wants you to have real breakthrough in your life. Okay, so that's set an objective. Have a plan. And number two, decide what type of fast you will do. Okay, decide what type of fast you do. There's a bunch of different kinds of fasts. I'm just going to name some fasts off and describe them just in case you've never done this, but you never fasted. And, and so here's a few different kind of fasts that you can do. One is called a complete fast. And really, that's nothing. Like, that's just drinking some water, maybe some juice, but it's really just drinking water. No food, no snacks, no nothing. That is an extreme fast. And especially for an extended amount of time, here's what I would say. Check with your doctor first to make sure that you're healthy enough to do it. Don't just do it. That, that's an extreme fast and really can wear on your body. It can do some things. God's not trying to get us to, to jack ourselves and hurt ourselves, okay? This is not what it's about. It's about disconnecting from some things and connecting into him. It's not about how much pain can you put on yourself. That's not God's heart, okay? I just want, want you to know that. But I've done complete fasts before for sometimes for weeks at a time, sometimes for just a few days. But, but, but if you, you need to be led by the Holy Spirit on this. And, and we're going to take a moment and ask the Holy Spirit what it is that, that we're, we should do. Be, be led. Let him lead you in what you should do. Here's another one, selective fast. And that's really removing certain elements from your diet. You can almost, it's like the Daniel fast. Everybody knows the Daniel fast where there's, there's no meat, no bread, no sugar, like none of those delicacies. And it's really water and some juice, not like high C, you know, like, like, like some real juice that, that you're drinking for your fluids and then just fruits and vegetables. And um, that, so that's a selective fast. And then there's, or, or, you know, there's other things like this, I'm just going to take out breads, you know, whatever, whatever you, you can do, whatever, whatever you feel like you can do. And then there's a partial fast, which is no food during specific times of day. It's kind of like an intermittent fasting where, you know, 
you might not eat sunrise to, or sun, sun up to sundown or, you know, 18 hours a day I'm not going to eat and for, I'm only going to have one meal a day, whatever that might be. It's like a partial fast. And then there's, which I think everybody should do and everybody can do at any age, and that's what I call what we call the soul fast. And remember, the soul, it, 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 the, your soul connects to the external. And so this is where, like, you might want to give up some social media. Like, for our church, like, we're going to fast social media for 21 days, starting on January 23rd. Like, we're not going to be posting anything. We're just going to put up on social media. We're fasting. See you in 21 days. Got it, Joy? Okay, she knows exactly what we're going to do with that. Okay, just let her know in front of everybody. So if you see us post, okay, like, you know. <laughs> Joy is disobedient. No, I'm, I'm, <laughs> of this. But, but really, you might want to give up some kind of media, television, movies, certain kind of shows. Even with our kids, we're sitting down with our kids, and we're, and we're talking to them about this kind of soul fast. Like what, what, what do you feel like? You want to give up some video games? You want to give up some... And they just, their jaws just kind of drop, like, what? Are, are you kidding me? And I'm like, I'm definitely not kidding you now. Like, it's either going to be a fast or you're grounded. Like, no, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> joking I'm not going to ground. But, but, you know, but we're just talking to them and really talking to them about some of their attitude and their behavior. And we're pointing it out to them and saying, you know, some of the reason that you're talking so rude right now is actually because of that show that you've been watching. And I really shouldn't be letting you watch that show anyway. But, but let's fast it, because it's got some stuff in it that's causing some things to come out of you that's not normally there. And so we're letting them decide, and they're going to do it, because I'm a strong leader in my home. Okay. But we could all do this. That might be for you, maybe limiting the hours of TV, or maybe no news for 21 days. Like, I might do that. I might. I like the news, but the news can mess with my soul sometimes. And so, okay, and then here's number three, and, and this is really my last point, and, and it's expect results. Remember Hebrews, th- those that seek God, that come to him, they, you got to believe that he's a rewarder. Expect results. And I want to read, actually, from Isaiah 58, and, and I don't have time, obviously, to go into this chapter, but the whole chapter is all about fasting. This, this whole chapter, and really what God does is he comes and he's correcting his people and he's saying, you've been fasting, and you're trying to figure out why you're not getting breakthrough, why I'm not hearing you, like why, you're, why your prayers aren't being answered. And it's because you're actually not fasting the way that I want you to fast. Uh, and, and then he starts talking about, like, like when you, fa- he says, when you fast, you're, you're, you're actually hurting other people. When, you, when you're fasting, there's a bunch of strife. You know, I've, I've done fasts before where I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm mean. Like, I'm a jerk. And everybody's like, oh, you haven't eaten any food, have you? They, like, they know, like, you're just hangry. And I'm like, well, you know, I'm fasting. And in the midst, no, and I've stopped most of those fasts. Because when people start saying something to me like, oh, dad's fasting again. Like, watch out. Like, I realized that, you know what? There's something off in my motivation. Honestly, because I'm not being led by the Holy Spirit. I'm not inviting God into this. I'm not inviting God. I'm, I'm not actually trying to connect to God, I, I'm actually, if I, can, if I can be real honest with you without you judging me too hard, I, I'm actually trying to manipulate God. It's all flesh. And, and you can tell by how I'm treating people. That makes sense? And that's exactly what was going on with these people that, that God's talking to. And, he, and he's saying, when you fast, yokes should be coming off of people. Heavy burdens should be coming up. You know, the people that don't have any food should be getting some food because you're not eating as much. You should be giving, right? Like, when I, we, don't, we don't have, like, all the, all the t- I wish we had, like, three hours so I could just talk to you about some of this, but we'll be back next week, right? And, and so, anyway, when we're connecting our hearts to God, let me, just, let me just say this. A direct correlation of directing our hearts, connecting and, and entertaining God in our life, really having a real encounter with God, should be people being blessed around us. The unfortunate, the needy, being cared for and looked after. Because that's actually on God's heart. And Jesus said, love God with everything that you have. And love people. Right? 
those two go hand in hand. And so it, we, we shouldn't be jerks to people because we can't watch their show. That, no, I'm serious. Like, you need to connect to God a little bit more because that shows that you're not doing that part. Remember prayer and fast. Don't just disconnect, connect. But I want to show you three things that, that come, the results that we should see real quick. And, and, and I'm going to let you out of here. And it's really three thens that, that we see in just a couple of verses. Isaiah 58, verse 8. After you've done, after you've fasted the way that I fasted, God says, there, there are three things that you should expect. And there's three thens here. And he says in verse 8, after you've fasted the way that I'm telling you to fast, then your light will break forth like the dawn and your healing will quickly appear. Some of you need healing. Physical healing, mental healing, healing from past mistakes and issues or hurts that have come at you. Maybe some, some soul healing, some emotional healing. You need some healing. And, and God is saying, listen, one of the things that's going to happen when you fast, when you come to connect with me and you disconnect from this stuff, I, I'm going to bring healing to you and it's going to come quickly. Like expect it. You, in the name of Jesus, we're, you are going to be healed as a result of these 21 days of deciding to connect to God and disconnect from some stuff. You're going to receive your healing. I'm, I'm telling you. And if that's you, you just need to say, I'm going, you just need to confess it over yourself. I'm going to receive my healing. You need to be saying that all throughout. The, I'm going to receive my healing. And then number two, here's the second then. It says, then your righteousness will go before you and the glory of the Lord will be your rear guard, your righteousness. And in other words, you're going to receive some restoration. Some, some holiness is going to come, come back onto you. And I'm not talking about perfection. But, but this, this right standing with God, some realignment, some restoring of some values and the way that you're, you're operating, some, some, some in, in your thinking and what you're, what you're watching. Let me, let me say this. I, I'm praying that, and, and this should happen, that there becomes a, a clear contrast between light and dark in our lives and actually gray areas begin to get removed because we, we, we actually know what is good and what is, what is wrong, what's evil. Some righteousness comes, and he says, and along with that righteousness, you're going to have protection, right? He's, he's going to be your rear guard. And then here's number three. Here's the third then. He says, then you will call. And the Lord will answer. You will cry for help, and he will say, here I am. Here's, here's the third thing. You're, you're going to receive an answer. In other words, you're going to receive help. God's going to help you in whatever situation, whatever you're needing, wherever you're needing some rescue, some deliverance. Maybe you don't know how to move forward on some things. He's going to help you if we'll do it. So here's what I want us to do. I want us all to just stand up. Come on, let's stand. I'm going to get you out of here in just a moment. We're, we're about done. But, 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 but God's speaking. Anybody hear God speaking to you today? Yeah? Anybody hearing God? A couple of us. All right. This is one of those, I think, messages that you might just want to go back and listen to again just for yourself so that you can kind of catch what God is saying to you. But, but here's what I'm going to ask us to do. I'm just going to ask you to take just a few moments and really shut everybody out. You might want to close your eyes right now. Just kind of, just, just, when I, when I worship and pray, oftentimes I just close my eyes because I don't want to see, I don't even want to see who's up in front because I just want to have a moment where I hear God for myself. And I want you to ask God this question. What are you telling me to do? Just ask him, what, what are you telling me to do? What do you want me to do? And as you hear, just kind of write, maybe write that down later on or before you leave. Because he's speaking. And maybe for, maybe for some of you, the, the thing that you know that you need to do is, is connect to God. Like give your life to him. Make Jesus Lord of your life. You, you maybe have given your life to Jesus, said a prayer, but you know that you haven't actually been walking with God. You actually haven't been allowing him to be Lord of your life. You've been doing it your own way. And even as we've been talking today, you, you know that God is saying, return back to me. I want to I restore some things in your life. I want to I I make you right with me. If, if you're here today or even watching online, 
and you want to make Jesus Lord of your life, you want to give, give him control, back control, or maybe rededicate your life, if that's you today, I want to ask you to do something real bold today. I'm not going to ask you to come down to the front or anything, but I'm going to ask you to let me know, to acknowledge that you need, you need to get connected to God, that you, you need to give your life to him or back to him. And then we want to help you, we want to partner with you so that you can, you can live a life with God moving forward. But if that's you today, on the count of three, I just, I just want you to, to just look up, make eye contact with me so that I know that that's you today. And then we're going to all pray a prayer. If you want to give your life to Jesus today or rededicate on the count of three, just look up at me. One, two, three. I see. I see you. I see you. I see you. I see you. Yeah, thank you, Lord. There's no embarrassment in it. I want us all to just, I'm going to help you with the words, but I want you to mean this from your heart and let today be a day that, that really sets your course for the rest of your life today. And really allow God to come in and take over. But I want us all to say this, especially those that are making that decision today. Come on, just say it, everybody. Say, God, thank you for sending your son, Jesus, to die for my sin. I believe that you sent him to die for me and that you rose him from the grave and Jesus is alive. And today I make you Jesus. I ask you, Jesus, to be my Lord. Forgive me of all my sin. I repent. I turn away away from all of it. it. Fill me with your spirit. spirit. Help me. me. Empower me me. to live a life for you you. and with you. you. I give you full control. control. And right now, now, I call myself myself a follower of Jesus, Jesus. child of God, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Now let me pray for you. Let me, let me pray for you. And then we're going to celebrate some lives that were changed right now. God, I thank you for every person that is here that's watching, every person that gave their life to you today or rededicated their life to you, Jesus. Lord, as a church, we're committing ourselves to connect to you, to live a life pleasing to you, to live a life for you and with you. And so, Lord, I pray that even in this, this coming days, these next few days that you would speak to every person and help us to prepare our hearts to meet you in a whole new way. And God, we, even next Sunday, we're going to do this, God, but we commit the 21 days, these 21 days of prayer and fasting to you. And in fact, we commit the whole year to you. Have your way, God. Bless the year. Help us to, to do all that you have for us, God. We love you. We bless you in Jesus' name. Come on, everybody. Can you say amen? And can we give thanks to God today for all those people that gave their lives to Jesus and rededicated? Let me just say this. If you did that today and you've never been baptized, guess what? I got a hot tub for you right over here. We went and got a little hot tub so that we can give baptisms. We can do baptisms every after every 1030 service, 1030 a.m. service. We're really excited about that. And so uh, if you didn't come prepared this week, that's okay. Guess what? It's going to be here, and it's all warmed up. I don't know if you could hear the hum, but the hum was warming. The jets are not on yet, but, but maybe we'll put it in after you get dumped. I, I, I don't know. But, but really, it's the next step of being a follower of Jesus. Jesus said, believe and be baptized. And, 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 and we'll, we'll talk you through it. If you've never been baptized or you, or you want to be baptized, we, we really would, would love it uh, to partner with you. And actually, you can text this number that's on the screen uh, if you'd like to be baptized, and we'll connect with you. We'll, we'll get a hold of you. And, and actually, we're working on having just some gear here so that if you weren't prepared one of these weeks and you just said, today's the day, we'll just have stuff ready for you so that you can go on ahead and get baptized. Isn't that good? Hey, listen, God loves you. He wants to be with you. And it's going to be an awesome 21 days and an awesome year. Amen. Amen. Thanks so much for being with us today. Thanks for giving me that extra time. I appreciate it. Hey, I want you to do this. I want you to put a big smile on your face. Just tell yourself it's warm outside. It's not cold. Come on. Come on. God bless you. Have an awesome week. Thank you.